Did you know that abortion bans and restrictions can lead to negative health outcomes for women? Rather than decreasing abortion rates altogether, abortion bans have shown to increase maternal mortality and infant mortality rates, along with many other negative side effects. Instead of producing the intended effect of stopping women from having abortions, abortion bans can actually prevent pregnant women from obtaining access to healthcare they need and force women to undergo an unsafe, self-induced abortion that can often be lethal. According to the Guttmacher Institute Abortion Census, 18% of non-hospital facilities reported having seen at least one patient who had attempted to end her pregnancy on her own in 2017. Legal accessibility has also proven to be a challenge to those seeking a safe abortion. In the past year, there has been an increase in state-based legislation attempting to challenge Roe v. Wade, the landmark Supreme Court case that allows pregnant women the liberty to choose to have an abortion without undue government interference. Dismantling Roe v. Wade would cause significant harm to millions of women of reproductive age, along with their families. Not only does this piece of legislation allow women to safely access abortions, but it approaches decreasing abortion rates in a safer, healthier way by supporting preventative measures, such as improving reproductive education, increasing access to health care, expanding family planning resources, increasing access to birth control methods, and many more safe alternative methods to improving women's reproductive health care. Overall, dismantling Roe v. Wade would not only affect all women of reproductive age, but disproportionately influence women of color, young age, and low socioeconomic status. Women in these categories are often impacted more and experience the detrimental effects of abortion legislation the most. Maintaining the protections that Roe v. Wade initiated, along with further general legislation and support towards a woman's right to choose, is essential to, for decreasing maternal mortality and improving women's health care overall. This is why paying attention to legislation and movements in your state, supporting local women's reproductive health care initiatives, and contacting your local representatives about these issues is so important. Abortion is a procedure where a pregnancy is terminated. Although it is a safe procedure that includes in-clinic and medicationist methods, there are also unsafe methods of termination that can endanger the life of the woman carrying. Unsafe methods involve self-induced abortions, where a woman attempts to terminate pregnancy themselves or with non-medical assistance. The history of abortions and their legal status in the United States starts with Roe v. Wade Bill in 1973. This decision by the Supreme Court ruled that women had the right to access abortion legally. Recently, many states are passing abortion restrictions in an attempt to bring the resulting lawsuits to the Supreme Court, which has a conservative majority, in hopes of overturning Roe v. Wade. For example, in Georgia, there's the heartbeat bill that states modern medical science, not available decades ago, demonstrates that unborn children are a class of living, distinct persons, and more expansive state recognition of unborn children as persons did not exist when Planned Parenthood v. Casey in 1992 and Roe v. Wade in 1973 established abortion-related precedents. 
There is also restrictions on abortion in Alabama, where women must receive counseling before the procedure, and public funding is only available for life-endangering rape or incest cases. This is a public health issue because abortion bans restrict access to family planning and women's health care, which negatively impacts maternal health. This is also a harmful effect to other social determinants of health, such as low socioeconomic statuses, accessibility, age, race, and religion. It is shown that abortion is increasingly concentrated among poor women, which means that this population is most affected when legal restrictions around abortion are implemented. In regards to a woman's access to health care, delaying or effectively blocking abortion care puts women's health at risk. When a woman has no option but to obtain an abortion later in pregnancy, major complications are more likely and costs are higher. Additionally, research shows that carrying an unwanted pregnancy to term is more dangerous to a woman's health than abortion, according to Bixby Center for Global Reproductive Health. Decades of research show that abortion is a common and safe medical practice that one in three U.S. women obtain. Evidence proved that laws restricting access to abortion care do not improve its safety and actually put women's health at risk. Aspects such as age and race influence the number of abortions because the younger the woman, the higher the abortion rates. And rates of unintended pregnancy were also found higher for less educated women and minority women. Religion also plays a major role in influencing social stigma around abortions and therefore the politics behind abortion bans. Cockrell and Knack in 2013 concluded that women stigmatized by abortion will still have abortions, and therefore abortion stigma needs further study and action to mitigate its harmful effects. In addition to this, the continually evolving theory and measurement of abortion stigma is robust, far-reaching and interdisciplinary, and ultimately comes to the conclusion that abortion stigma confounds a woman's decision to terminate a pregnancy due to worries about judgment, isolation, self-judgment, and community condemnation. Although there are few statistics surrounding abortion, it is beneficial to consider that since state abortion restrictions are relatively recent, there are not many studies observing the effects of such restrictions on overall maternal health. Additionally, it is difficult to completely isolate the effect of legislation on abortion rates and women's health care because there are many other variables that contribute to both. Self-induced abortions are also relatively difficult to record and study because they are often private. To reduce abortions, increasing sexual and reproductive education, family planning, and access to contraceptives are more effective ways of primary prevention to prevent unplanned pregnancies. Comprehensive sexual health education is extremely important in the target audience of sexually active young women. This is supported by the findings in a 2016 Gutmacher Institute article that explained 60% of abortions are obtained by women in their 20s. In addition, studies have shown that comprehensive reproductive or sexual health education encourages delay in initiation of sexual activity, reduced number of partners, and increased condom or contraceptive use. There's no evidence that abstinence-only education has any positive impact on abortion rates. According to the World Health Organization, family planning is the ability of individuals and couples to anticipate and attain their desired number of children and the spacing and timing of their births. Access to family planning directly relates to women's health. For example, reduced access to women's health clinics also reduces preventative care rates. Many women of reproductive age receive preventative health care screenings in women's clinics. In Texas and Wisconsin, an increase of 100 miles to the nearest women's health clinic resulted in an 11% decrease in the annual utilization of a clinical breast exam, an 18% decrease in mammograms, and a 14% reduction in pap tests. 
These effects are larger for women of lower educational attainment and for Hispanic women in Texas. Furthermore, a study exploring the effect of subsidized family planning services on women's contraceptive use led to a reduction of about 5% in the number of sexually active adult women who failed to use a contraceptive at a given act of intercourse. They also found that the expanded family planning services produced reductions of about 4% in the number of births to teens and about 2% in the number of births to non-teens. On that same note, other ways to decrease abortion rates are through increased contraceptive access. In Norway, for example, they cut the abortion rate in half by offering free contraceptive pills to women under the age of 26. In the United States, emergency contraceptive pills prevented at least 51,000 abortions in 2000 alone. Ultimately, increased access to sexual and reproductive education, family planning, and contraceptives are more effective ways to prevent abortions than abortion bans and do not negatively impact women's health. Over the past decade, many traditionally conservative states, such as Georgia, South Carolina, and Kentucky, have been proposing and passing state abortion bans at various levels and against providers, placing severe limitations on abortion services. According to the Guttmacher Institute, so far in 2021, 384 anti-abortion provisions have been introduced in 43 states through February. Many organizations such as Planned Parenthood and the ACLU have filed lawsuits against these legislation in most states. The mounting pressure of these abortion restrictions is designed to challenge Roe v. Wade, which forms the basis of most abortion-related services and rights. This is especially significant because the recent appointment of Justice Barrett onto the Supreme Court results in a majorly conservative Supreme Court presenting a serious chance of overturning this key case of precedence. As a result, many more abortion restrictions may be passed and enacted, and women's health services will be diminished, further endangering women's health. Although other individual states have increased protections for abortion rights, it is essential that federal legislation and legal precedent are maintained as protections for abortion and women's health care rights. Overall, abortion bans and restrictions cause negative health outcomes in women. Due to the lack of maternal care and restricted access to family planning resources, the implementation of abortion bans causes hardship for pregnant women by causing increased risk of disease and mortality. Abortion bans restrict access to family planning and women's health care, which negatively impacts maternal health. There is hope, though. To be able to reduce abortions, increasing sexual and reproductive education, family planning, and access to health care, such as contraceptives, or more effective ways of primary prevention to prevent unplanned pregnancies. Breaking the stigma of talking about sexual health education, especially among younger populations, as well as supporting services that give women access to contraceptives and other medical resources is so important when combating this issue. The important thing to take away from this is that you can help. We can increase access to these resources by paying attention to legislation, proposed bills, and by talking to our representatives about these issues. Your local representatives are there to listen to you, so pay attention to current and future legislation attempting to promote abortion restrictions and support increased access to reproductive health care. If you would like to learn more information about how abortion bans negatively impact women's health or or more or more about what you can do to help, please visit cdc.gov, who.int, or plannedparenthood.org.